Hello, and welcome to the Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode, which, as always, is for entertainment purposes only. For this week's episode of The Broke Bingo Addict, I'm going to talk about the Bingo Palooza, okay? This was Bingo Palooza 2023 that was hosted by Tanya, aka Confessions of a Bingo Addict, and took place in Houston, Texas, okay? That was over the weekend of February 24th to the 26th. And actually, it also included, in reality, part of the uh, 23rd. Now, I can't tell you how excited I was to actually be able to go to this particular event because I'd missed so many other ones that I wanted to go to. You know, there were so many great ones like the Frenzy, which was actually right here in my back door. OK, that one would have been so easy to go to. I think that one took place on my brother's 70th birthday, so I wasn't able to attend. And then there was another one. I think this one was up in Stockton or it might have been one back east, but whatever. That took place on my mother's 90th birthday, and I wasn't able to go. So, you know, there have been a lot of good ones. There have been, like I said, up in the Bay Area, in Virginia, and in Pennsylvania. There have been some really good ones, and I hadn't been able to attend any of them, and it was just killing me. So when this popped up, I was really excited because a couple of things. First of all, I had some flight credits on American Airlines that were going to expire. So like if I didn't use them in the next couple of months, those credits for previous flights or whatever were going to go away, and I would have just lost that money. In addition to that, I had a free night that I had earned on Hotels.com. So I'm saving on the airfare, and I'm saving on the hotel And it's happening on a weekend when I got nothing else going on, okay? No relatives or friends are having any kind of special birthday or wedding or anything. So it was perfect. I was so excited to be able to go to the Palooza because the nice thing about these things, and again, the reason I really like to have the opportunity to to finally participate, is you get to see all these people that you've been talking to or, you know, chatting with when they do their lives or just in general respond to some of their uh, TikTok videos. And so you feel like you know these people. Uh, Like in particular, is my moderator, Cruz, okay? So Cruz is going to be there. So many other people, people that I had met, people that I hadn't met were going to be there. And this was just a great opportunity for me to get there and see them all. And of course, play bingos. What's not to love about that? So I'm going to talk about parts of what was going on. Uh, I didn't participate in everything. Like I said, when I originally looked into this or heard about it, it was only going to be two days, okay? So uh, I only booked my, my trip to go from... Thursday through Sunday, okay? I was going to get there Thursday night, uh, participate on Friday, and participate on Saturday, which, by the way, was the main event, and then go home on Sunday. But by the time everything happened, it had really morphed into about uh, four days, like I said, uh, including some stuff going on on Thursday. So I'm going to talk about some of the things that went on and let you hear about it. Now, like I said, uh, it initially wasn't part of the activities that I was aware of when I, I booked that, but Thursday did have some things going on. They had a Thursday afternoon session that started at 10 o'clock. Now, that was at I-45 Bingo, which I had never been to before. I really actually liked that location. That was kind of cool. But anyway, so they had that, and then they had a 7 o'clock at Big Tech's Bingo. And then after that, this is the part that I think is hilarious, they had an 11 o'clock. They had a late night one that went to uh, 1960 Bingo. Uh, I was already tired. I came in on Thursday, like I said. I didn't get there till 6 o'clock at night. Actually, I think it was around 6.30, and I had to catch a cab by the time I I caught the cab. Actually, the Uber wasn't a cab. Who does a cab? It was an Uber. I caught my Uber and I got to the hotel, which I guess was about 
like 40 minutes away from the airport. So I caught my Uber. I got to the hotel, which was the Hyatt place that uh, Tanya had recommended. It was really nice. I have to say it was a really nice hotel. And I checked in. There were plenty of places to eat, again, which was really nice to have stuff so centrally located and grab some food. I was tired. You know, I saw a couple of people. You know, I talked to Cruz because he was staying in the hotel right next to me. And uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not going out. It's it's a little late for me, so I'm just going to hang. So I'm sure a lot of people went and had a really good time on Thursday night. So it was good. But I was getting myself ready. I had my daubers. I had, you know, my little outfit that I was going to wear. I was dressing up so I could go for the next day. And that was Friday. Okay, so Friday morning, Cruz and I got together and we were just going to catch an Uber out to I-45. Okay, so uh, I think it was starting at 12 and the doors were opening at 10. So we were up pretty early. We're going to go do that. And we were all set. We were fine. We had, you know, actually already called the Uber driver, but it was going to take a while for him to get there. It was going to take about 10 minutes for him to get there. But while we were sitting there waiting, we ran into uh, Bingo Player 15, you know, also known as Monica. And she was like, hey, you guys do not need to do that. You know, we're here, we've got a car and you can go with us. And she had her, her son, Mason. I love Mason. Mason is adorable. So anyways, we all got into their lovely little Prius, which I was afraid we wouldn't fit into because there was actually five of us. And we uh, rode over to the place, which was great because, first of all, it was a little ways away. That was a good 30 minutes away from where we were staying. So it was nice. But we got there and uh, got all situated. There were so many TikTok people that I'd seen so many times and I was so excited to see. I'm going to try to remember some of them. First of all, there was Cookie. Okay, so Cookie was there. Uh, obviously, Tanya was there. Cash was there. Pressure was there. Uh, Bingo Wives were there. So that was Toya and Susie were there. Uh, uh, let me try to remember. So many people were there. And I know I've left a, a lot of people out. I'll try to think again. But it was really great. So this place was perfect for bingo players, okay? I don't know if you've ever been there before, but it was, in my opinion, just perfect because it had monitors everywhere, okay? There were monitors here, there were monitors there, and that was great because no matter where you sit, you absolutely have the option to have like a monitor behind you, which I really think people appreciate because they can see when the numbers pop up, they can see what's going on. If there's a, a, a horse race going on, they can see the numbers going through, they can see who's running the horse race and everything. So there's, again, like I said, this was my first time being there, but it was also the first time I've ever been in a bingo hall where it really had so many monitors available so you could sit in any kind of particular location if you were TikToking and give people the opportunity to actually watch the balls pop up in the monitor and play along with you a little better. Now, this place, just like so many places now, had a lot of pool tabs. <laughs> and I guess the thing in Texas is horse races. I guess horse races are super popular. But anyway, so they had a lot of pool tabs. We got to do that. It was just like, it's always interesting to see everybody's system for how they sell the pool tabs. Because they did have people that walk around sometime and you could get them. But they also had a thing where you had to run up really quick. <laughs> And that was the weirdest thing because people had warned me and I wasn't really prepared for that. So at one point I was uh, doing my TikTok live and all of a sudden you just see these people get up and swarm to the front to try to get these other uh, pull tabs or also known as flash sometimes to get uh, that. Like I said, to me, the biggest thing to adjust to at any bingo hall is to figure out how their sales system is for, you know, pull tabs or any kind of extra games that are going on. So even though I was able to buy a lot of pool tabs and I had a good time playing bingo, I didn't want to dime there. <laughs> had a good time but didn't want a penny, which is not to say that other people didn't, okay? I was actually sitting across from Bingo with Steph, so a.k.a. Stephanie, and she did really, really well. Uh, Cookie did well. Pressure did well. 
uh, like I said, Susie seemed like she was doing really well. So that's fun. It was nice to see that not only did people who play in that bingo hall regularly, because there were a lot of other people there. It wasn't just TikTokers. We were actually kind of just sitting off into our own little corner. But a lot of people won, you know, uh, and that was really nice. I like it when you can see the entire room getting a little bit of, of the action because uh, I know that also seems to tick off a lot of people when you're playing at these e events or if you're playing at these bingo halls and they see a lot of TikTokers, they kind of feel like those people are, are stealing the money. And again, I don't know why that is. Everybody has the same opportunity. And that's what I like about bingo so much. Bingo balls don't care. It's like they're going to go how they're going to go. And that's just the price of beans. And, and everybody needs to just learn to live with that. But again, it was really nice to see that so many people had the opportunity to yell bingo and win some money. Anyway, that was a lot of fun. It really was nice to like have connected to all these people. And that went from, like I said, it started at 12. It went to, I'd say about 4.30, something like that. So we had all left there. We'd gotten back on the Prius. We'd gone back to the hotel, gone our separate ways. But Cruz and I were like, okay, we want to get some dinner before we go to this next event. It's going to start at 7 o'clock and it's going to go late. So let's go get some food. So we, we run off. We go to uh, Big Bear Cafe, I think it is. Anyway, we get some food. We eat our food and we said, this time, let's just go ahead. Let's not inconvenience anybody else. We're going to catch another Uber, and we're going to go to Big Bucks. I mean, it's only like a few minutes away. It's really, really close, so no problem. We Google the address for Big Bucks. They give us the address uh, over like on, uh, I forget what it was, but we Uber the thing. We call the Uber guy. He's going to come from her. No problem. He comes, and we got an Uber driver who's only been on the job for 11 days, <laughs> okay? And right out the gate, this guy is doing something that I'm like... I don't know if he's going the right way. So Cruz and I are not saying anything, but we're kind of looking at each other like, what? <laughs> Anyhow, so we get out of the parking lot, which took way too long to get out of a freaking parking lot. And we're going down the street and this guy crosses over a double yellow line. Okay, so he's now in the lane for traffic going the other direction. And as it turns out, luckily, we're sitting at a stoplight. And I don't know if Cruz had really noticed it, but I'm looking at him like, I mean, I know different states have different rules about driving. I mean, Oregon's got some crazy stuff. But anyway, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not the right lane to be in. And then all of a sudden, we're at the light, but on the other side from the light, you know, the coming toward us, there's a truck headed toward us. And I think the guy, the Uber driver, suddenly realized what was going on. And so he backs up uh, his car because, you know, there's a line of cars in the lane to our right, the lane that we're supposed to be in. So he backs it up and then he gets back in the lane. But I love it because none of us ever said anything. Just like, oh my God. So then he goes, so then he's driving us, and then he takes us to uh, what's supposed to be the place. And we get there, and he lets us off. And it says bingo. It absolutely says bingo. Uh, and Cruz and I get out, partly because, one, it said bingo, but mainly because we just want to get out of the car from this guy. Because we're like, I don't know what you're doing, but this is not right, and we need to get out of the car. So we get out of the car. We're looking around. There's absolutely nobody here, okay? There's, you know, nothing going on. It's like, this can't be the right place. Something's got to be wrong. So we call another Uber, and the Uber got, driver comes there, and we're giving her this address again. You know, it's like, this is the place that it says on the website that you need to go. And she punches it into her little thing for it to go, and it's like, we're here. We're like, what? 
that doesn't make any sense. There's nobody here. So uh, long story short, uh, Tanya had actually put the correct address in her website. Big Bucks had moved and they hadn't updated the website yet. So thank God we figured that out. We got in. It was still only like a couple of minutes away and we were there in no time flat. But I just thought it was funny, particularly that first Uber driver almost tried to kill us. Now that we were safely at Big Bucks, Cruz and I, you know, got ourselves together. We got uh, computers. I guess they could let you buy a lot of computers. And this is the first time I've done that. Usually when I play in Nevada uh, or even when I play in California, you generally just get one uh, computer and you can put as many packs on or whatever their rules are for that, but you get the one. So this is the first time I've been to a place where you can just get a buttload of computers. And uh, so didn't do that. I think we, Cruz and I both got like three or something like that. I don't honestly recall, but we only got like a couple and we got the packs. And uh, again, they played a lot of tabs. Those people love those racehorses and had a really good time to the point where I was like, oh my God, I got to be careful. I'm spending so much money on these tabs. But as it turned out, Buying tabs was the way to go for me because I ended up winning two tabs. So I got two instants on two pool tabs, which was really nice and and uh, always helpful when you're spending money. And then I did actually end up winning one of the games. I ended one of the paper games, but of course I ended up winning it with six other people. So I paid seven hundred. By the time it was done with that, I ended up getting like what a hundred and something. But still, it was very cool to win on paper. I always like winning on paper because you know that's my jam. So this was the seven o'clock event that was going on, but there was also going to be a midnight event. And I absolutely positively knew I wasn't playing at the midnight event, uh, not because I couldn't have, but mainly because uh, there was going to be the all day event the next day. It was going to go from 12 to uh, I kept being told to like two o'clock in the morning. And I just wanted to make sure that I could, you know, have the stamina to do that. But the cool thing was, is that, you know, several people did go to the midnight event on uh, Tuesday. Uh, again, I was with uh Bingo with Steph. Oh, yeah. And AJ was there, too. I can't believe I didn't say AJ. So what they had done, though, is they had a ton of uh, computers. Oh, yeah. And Bingo with Danny. Anyway, they had a lot of uh, computers and they were leaving. So they gave all the computers to me and Cruz. They put them on our table. So this is, again, so weird for me to have like, you know, 15 freaking computers in front of you. But they left. They gave it to us and they went on to play the midnight bingo. And I just thought it was interesting that you have all these computers in front of you and you still didn't win. Okay. So just goes to show you bingo doesn't care. Okay. You either have the number or you don't have the number. So I took my bingo winnings and I went home for the night, got all my stuff together to get prepared for the next day, okay? We're gonna, gotta spend the entire day playing bingo. Now the itinerary for the main event on Saturday was this. You were gonna play pool tabs from 12 to like seven o'clock. Okay, I was like, are you kidding me? Pool tabs from 12 to seven o'clock? How can that possibly be? Yeah, you can do that, okay? That can be a thing. We actually played pool tabs from 7 to 8 p.m., okay? It went a little longer than they had anticipated it going, but that was something. First of all, you're now in a room with just an un godly amount of uh, TikTok players, okay? Uh, you're talking Bingo Junkies made it there. I had Bingo Buddha. There was Bingo Hoochie. Oh, so many. I so apologize that I'm not going to be able to name them all because uh, there were so many. Uh, Extina, oh, there were tons there and everybody was having such a good time and you're just buying all these pool tabs. I mean, they were selling them like nonstop. 
Although I will say that was kind of one of the problems. It took a minute to kind of adjust. If you're used to how they sell there, like if you go to Bingo Bucks all the time, you know how they sell there and stuff. And you know the routine. But I wasn't familiar with it and I didn't know the routine. So it was really kind of difficult to kind of adjust. But after a certain while, you got to like a pattern because I was there with, oh, oh my God, I forgot, dobbing Miss Mia. And then Cruz and I were sitting with Pool Tab Diva Kim, as well as Live Love Teach Bingo, aka Miss Reina who is actually going to be one of my guests in an upcoming episode. Again, so many people there. But like I was saying, you had to get your little system together. And particularly helpful was Pool Tab Diva Kim. Kim's like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to the smoking room when they bring out pool tabs. And so we tried to get our little system down. But it was really hysterical because you would get there and you'd stand in line for a long time. And right when you would get to the front of it, they would sell out and you didn't get any. So now you got to run over to the other line and try to find some people there so you can get some pool tabs. Uh, so it, it was hilarious. I, I just couldn't get over how many pool tabs they were playing. I mean, they're just trash cans full of, you know, pool tabs that have been torn off and stuff. But, you know, the day wasn't completely about pool tabs. I mean, it was, but there were other things too. They had a really cool little photo booth type thing set up where you could do uh, just you know, regular pictures with people, but they also had that thing, which I don't know what they call that, the little uh, thing that goes around you so you can make a video that's uh, circular or whatever, and they did kind of like special effects and they sent it to you. That was really cool. That was the first time I've ever really done one of those, so that was really nice. And uh, I got to do that with Raina, so that was really fun to have that nice little kind of souvenir video that I got to uh, send out to people and make a TikTok of. There was a nice food truck, and they also had some people selling food like gumbo and some pulled pork and everything. But there was also so much cake. <laughs> so much cake. Uh, so I ate a lot of that. And in addition to cake, there was almost as much alcohol. Okay, so shout out to Bingo Buddha, and you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so um, that was a lot of fun. People having jello shots and uh tequila and other kind of things. So it was really a fun event to just be around people who were so gracious to let people that they didn't know come up and hug them. You know, they have all the popular influencers who, like I said, when I've interviewed them, they've all said they really don't mind people coming up and saying hi. In fact, if anything, they love it when people come up and say hi. So there were a lot of people taking pictures and I know Cruz in particular was really excited to see Bingo Nurse Alley, of which he was able to get a picture with. So I know that was like a highlight for him. But I'm sure for like a, a lot of other people, it was really great to to have a moment to chat with people that you watch and that you uh, enjoy seeing them play bingo and just have a moment to say congratulations or good luck or whatever. You know, thank you for sharing what you do when you play bingo. So it was just a really nice event. Now, the other cool thing that happened, like I said, they played a lot of pool tabs ranging, I'd say, from... $500 to up to $5,000, okay? Two people won $5,000 horse races, and that was a lot of fun. That's exciting to see people win that much money, and there was a lot of adrenaline you're waiting because you know it's freaking $5,000. So the two people who won that, I know one was Bingo with Danny, and the other one was a nice lady I know they call uh, Miss Bobby, I think. So anyway, I wasn't one of those people, but I had a good time anyway. So now after they finished doing all the pool tabs around, like I said, 8 o'clock, they went into playing bingo. So now when you did your buy-in, you got a uh, computer, you got nine all-holder or all-plays or whatever you want to call them, pool tabs, and you also had the option to buy paper if you wanted to buy paper. I think they had a max 
of like 15 games. Okay, I think it was 15 games. Uh, I think they called it like three sessions, and it was like either four or five bingo games in each session. And I actually bought two computers, and I bought two sets uh, of the uh, the paper because I like playing paper. Okay, sorry, Tanya. I know you're not the, the <laughs> you're not a paper girl, but I like playing paper, so I did that. I will say, as much fun as I had. Uh, my only disappointment with the uh, Bingo Palooza was that I had expected to be able to play strips. I was pretty certain that they said that there were going to be nine strips available for this event. And unless I was confused, uh, we didn't play any strips whatsoever at all. So that was my only kind of disappointment with the event. Uh, I was also kind of confused because I thought the pool tabs are going to be for the first part of the night. Like I said, they played pool tabs from 12 <laughs> to almost 8 o'clock, but they also played pool tabs and what I thought was going to be just the bingo portion, which I guess makes sense. People still like to play their pool tabs, and they may not have attended the earlier part of the day where it was solely pool tabs. So I can understand that you want to have a combination of the both from 8 p.m. until almost 2 freaking o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I still can't believe it. They really only played about 15 games of Bingo, bingo. And uh, I really could have used a lot more actual bingo than just pool tabs. But like I said, a great event, lots of fun, lots of great people. And I highly recommend it for anybody who wants to do that. So that was Saturday. That's the day I participated in. But there was also Sunday, which unfortunately, I had to go back to uh, Los Angeles. So I couldn't stay. They did have uh, an event that started at three o'clock at Big Bucks. They had another event that started at six o'clock. Uh, I think that was at Big Tech's. And and then they had another event at 10 o'clock at 1960 Bingo. So there was so much bingo. If you are a bingo lover and if you love your TikTok influencers, this was absolutely one of the places to be over that particular weekend. And I know they're going to have some more. I think this particular event was so successful that Tanya has already <laughs> has already set up another one coming up this summer. I'm pretty sure that that's going to be in July. You can reconfirm that by going to Confessions of a Bingo Attic and keep checking on that. I'm sure she will post that when that actually becomes official. But again, a major success. But there are also some other ones that are out there. Bosco Tech is having, I think, like their first two-day event that's going to be happening uh, this summer. It's going to be happening June 24th and 25th, I think. So there are definitely a lot of places across the country that are having these events. Keep your eyes out on TikTok, and I'm sure you can also Google them. There are also some bingo cruises that are coming up. I know that... Bingo Bling Glamma is talking about the bingo cruise that's happening on Carnival Cruises. That's happening November 10th through the 19th of this year. But there's also Bingo Junkies is going to be a host on the Royal Caribbean cruise that's leaving from November 5th through November 12th. So unfortunately, you're not going to be able to do them both. So that's also happening. And for me personally, unfortunately, I can't take one of the cruises this year. But what I am going to be able to participate is the next big old $2 million event that's happening at South Point this summer. So I'm going to be at the one in July. And hopefully I'll be able to see some of the people that I was just able to hang out with in Houston also at that event. So much bingo, so little time. And for me personally, I want to say thank you for spending your time listening to this episode of The Broke Bingo Addict. And I really hope you'll come back to listen to the next one, okay? And in the meantime, take care. Thanks. It's not a game, it's a